Ed Peters, and I welcome you to another broadcast of What's New. We return today to Matthew chapter 28, focusing on verses 18 through 20, the final verses of this chapter and of Matthew's gospel. Matthew concludes his gospel with what is referred to as the Great Commission. Here, in Matthew's closing words, he extends his message. It is now no longer only to the Jews, but to all believers. They are meant for the early church, for us today, and for all future believers. The commission here in Matthew should be considered with the commission recorded in the other Gospels, and especially with the record in Acts 1.8, which reads, But when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, you will receive power to testify about me with great effect to the people in Jerusalem, throughout Judea, in Samaria, and to the ends of the earth about my death and resurrection. So we, his followers, are to be his witnesses throughout the world, and we will receive power from on high. Now, here are Matthew's closing words, and they read, He told his disciples, I have been given all authority in heaven and earth. Therefore, go and make disciples in all the nations, baptizing them into the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and then teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you. And be sure of this, that I am with you always, even to the very end of the age.
Now, here to bring us our final study in the Gospel of Matthew is Pastor Henry Harder. Today I come to the final What's New program, program number 245, on the first New Testament Gospel, the Gospel of Matthew. Jesus and his disciples, and no doubt other followers, were on an unnamed mountain in Galilee. The crucifixion is past, and Jesus has been raised to new life. He appears before them in his resurrected, glorified, material, flesh and bones body. They recognize him, the wounds are visible, and his voice is that of the Jesus they knew before his burial. The greatest miracle of all has happened, the resurrection. Understandably, they worship him. However, there are those who at first hesitated, not regarding his resurrection, but his identity. As soon as he spoke, however, they were convinced that it was really he. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given me. Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I will be with you to the very end of the age. Matthew 28, 18-20 Christians are sometimes severely criticized for actively promoting Christ and the gospel. It is commonly thought that one's religion ought to be a private and personal affair, and that it ought to be kept that way, private. This is not the case, however. I believe it would be not only selfish, but it would be criminal for me to keep the good news of the gospel to myself and share it with no one. If I have an opportunity to save a person's life and fail to do so, I am criminally negligent to say the very least. If Christ offers forgiveness and eternal life for everyone who receives him, and I fail to share that good news with fellow humans, I should be held liable. That is a natural way of looking at it. There is a far greater reason, however, why I should share the good news of Christ with the world, and that is the simple fact that Christ himself told us to do so. We call that the Great Commission. I just read it from the Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus himself left us all a command to go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. The clear imperative for all of Jesus' followers is to make disciples. That word is in the imperative mode, make disciples. The words go, baptizing, and teaching are all three participles, but with imperative force. Only Jesus, who has been given all authority in heaven and on earth, is able to make such a command. There are several points we need to emphasize. I have already noted that this is a command given by our Lord, who has the authority to do so. Second, disciples are to be made of all nations, not just Israel. 
The gospel is a universal message without distinction. All people, regardless of race, must come to God through the Savior, Jesus Christ. While Matthew started out to attempt to convince his people, the Jews, that Jesus was indeed the promised Messiah, he has now broadened the message to include the whole gospel and to include all people. To make disciples means to evangelize and to enlist people to be followers of our Lord. That's a clear imperative. It's our Lord's command. People are too important for us to neglect to at least inform them and offer them the good news that Jesus died and rose for each one. And within Christian biblical parameters, every and any means should be employed to proclaim and promote the gospel. To evangelize is not an option for Christians. We need to take our Lord seriously and obey his command. The early church did this. But it wasn't until the day of Pentecost, when the Holy Spirit came upon this group, that these new believers took off in all directions to witness to Christ, particularly his substitutionary death and his resurrection. Those who had been made disciples, those new believers, were baptized and were taught, and the church exploded. We get many letters from different parts of our world indicating that many Christians take these final words of Jesus very seriously. I have noted the command to proclaim the gospel, and I have noted the universality of the gospel. One final focus. New disciples were to be baptized and taught. The New Testament can't conceive of a person who is not baptized or instructed. Baptism was a public testimony that the one who had received Christ was now associated and identified with a new group. When it comes to baptism, those two words are crucial, association and identification. In many communities, it is the act of baptism that finally sets a person apart as a believer in and follower of Christ. While baptism never saves, it is a serious error to neglect this rite that indicates association and identification with Christ and with his people. Well, Matthew closes with the words of Jesus. I will be with you always to the very end of the age. That's not just a promise, it's a fact. So these final words in this first gospel present Christ, his power and authority, his commission or command, and his constant presence until the close of history. Thank you.
new as a radio production of Creative Encounters. Our mailing address is Post Office Box 848, Shafter, California, 93263, USA.